What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Healthy and alive. Doing, uh, doing well. Yeah, back to so. COVID. We're not talking COVID today. We're not talking COVID. Uh, yeah, back to COVID. Yeah. Not happening. Not happening. Well, we, we might talk a little bit on it because I think we want to touch on Biden this afternoon, but that's it. Because he put out some shocking numbers when it comes to the number of deaths in the United States. So we're going to have to cover that because mm-hmm. I, I think we're seriously underestimating how how tragic this is uh, in in the U.S. So we're we're gonna have to talk about that. I mean, it's just staggering numbers, and it's hard science, right? I mean, he he said so. So we're gonna have to cover it. But we were just going over something here this morning. Beverly Hills now is under a protest. I take it. Yeah, the BLM protesters are uh, basically chanting "Eat the rich." Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. So they're they're headed down through Beverly Hills right now. I love how this starts. It says that police have made several arrests. After a group of Black Lives Matter protesters marched through Beverly Hills neighborhood, right, residential neighborhood Friday night. Why would you arrest a protester? If you're a peaceful mm-hmm. protester, if yeah. you are a peaceful protester, why would you get arrested? Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure it had nothing to do with them damaging or destroying uh, private property. Oh, no, or, no of course uh, not. You know, any, 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 nothing like that, of course. No. Yeah. Black Lives Matter mobs shout, eat the rich as they march down a residential area. They're coming for your homes. Oh, yes, they are. All you good progressives out there. Oh, yes. Yeah. All, all you good woke people. Those mobs are going to come for you when they burn out the rest of those cities. Mm-hmm. Where do you think they're going to go next? Uh, Los Angeles. They seized a privately owned American flag in a residential suburb, shredding it and pulling it down. OK. As they chanted and shouted, no justice, no peace. No racist police. And abolish capitalism now. And yeah, well, how does this turn? How, how does justice for George Floyd turn into abolish capitalism? How does that work? I don't remember George Floyd Maybe. saying anything about abolishing capitalism. Do you? No, no. Uh, in fact, uh, uh, well, no, I won't say that. That's actually a dark joke. Uh, no, but we know BLM is they're Marxists. They, they say it on their website. So, I mean, that that makes sense on how this all came this way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of their actually one of their uh, one of their leaders, like their top top. Th- there's three leaders, right? Like one of their top people. What does she say? Mm-hmm. What does she actually say? Uh, we're trained Marxists. She actually yep. said that where you were also making a joke. You were wondering if they should start a um, an autonomous zone in uh, in Beverly Hills now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, you've got beautiful area around there. You know, you've got all the amenities you want, um, you know, nice housing and everything. Sure. You know, autonomous zone that may may work uh, much better there than it did in uh, in Chaz or Chop, whatever you want to call it in Seattle. Of course, you also had the, the fact that which we'll talk a little bit about Chaz later on this afternoon because they're shutting it down. Supposedly, supposedly, there are some people that are still there, but we're going to talk about that. I mean, they apparently they still have Ben and Jerry's trucks and Domino's pizza being delivered. So uh, that's still there. But you made an interesting point. They're out there calling for the end of capitalism. Yet, how's Chaz being supported? Yeah, by the capitalists, even though Ben and Jerry's kind of has left leanings, they're still capitalists. Yes, they are. Poetic justice, I suppose. (laughs) Yeah. 
in a way, that's that's what it is. It's just it's ridiculous. It's so like the, it's topsy turvy. The whole thing is a mess. Like it's it's just it's insane. But anyway, okay, on we go. The Duke, yeah, John Wayne mm-hmm. doesn't get more Americana mm-hmm. than the Duke, does it? No, it, it does not. I mean, I remember growing up watching a whole bunch of uh, John Wayne movies and mm-hmm. you know the old westerns like that. You know, it was mm-hmm. pretty iconic. In fact, I lived um, when I when I lived in Colorado, we were what. 30 minutes, an hour away from uh, one of the, well, it's a restaurant now, but it was a, a saloon in, in True Grit. In fact, it's wow. actually called True Grit Cafe. Wow. And um, yeah, it was, it was, they filmed on location there. Uh, kind of a little huh. fun. Anyway, fun little historical place uh, as far as, you know, our, our culture, if you will. But yeah, he's, uh, they're more or less wanting to cancel him now because he was a, racist bigot so they're wanting to uh orange county wants to rename john wayne airport to something else i i I don't know i haven't seen the proposed names yet but so john wayne is now racist he's now been declared a uh an evil racist so they're going for his character now correct yeah basically he's a racist and a bigot and he's made statements that were against blacks and native americans and the lgbtq I, A plus, whatever, uh, community. This is the quote in question here, right? This is the infamous quote. This is John Wayne speaking here. I believe in white supremacy until the blacks are educated to a point of responsibility. I don't believe in giving authority and positions of leadership and judgment to irresponsible people. That's the quote from the Duke. That's the quote that is so infamous and, and bad. I mean, there's more as far as with, you know, he talks about Native Americans and blah, blah, blah. And also talking about slaves. The, the problem with these is I feel like they were taken out of context anyway, because another another thing he said is I don't feel guilty. Ab- I don't feel guilty about the fact that five or 10 generations ago, these people were slaves. I mean, do you, do you disagree? Do you, I mean, seriously, do you I mean, feel guilty about I, no, I had no, no, I, guilt, guilt and uh, guilt means that I had something to do with it. Right. And I feel bad about it. Right. I had nothing to do with slavery. So why should I feel guilty about it? And it's a shame we're actually having to have this conversation in the first place, to be fair. It is. It is. Yeah. But you know something? I shouldn't feel any more guilt from that than a modern German should feel about what happened with the Nazis. They shouldn't feel that guilt. They shouldn't be blamed for that. That was not their fault. You can't blame a a group of, of thugs and lunatics, gangsters and psychopaths on a modern generation. You just cannot do it. It's the same concept. It's a different country, different time, but it's the same concept. You cannot make that comparison. I mean, I'm sorry. You can't make that call. You know, I said that, you know, I, I've said it on one of the one of our earlier podcasts. We were talking about this whole, you know, because they were starting to push all the race stuff, you know, a year ago. And man, can you believe we've been doing this for almost a year? Actually, it'd be a year next week. Uh, right. Yeah. But my family, my family on both sides both sides of the family didn't leave Europe and go to the United States until the 1920s. And we abolished slavery when? Uh, right. I mean, explain to me, explain to me how I should feel guilty for, for that. A- explain that to me or, or like, why I should harbor any type of guilt. No, 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 no. Don't, don't give me that. Uh, you were born into it. Nonsense. That That's a that's a talking mm-hmm. point, but a talking point of a psychotic. Mm-hmm. But I agree. 
I don't agree with the fact that slavery existed. And by the way, it still exists today. You don't hear him talking about that, do you? You don't hear him bringing that up. There's 40 million people in slavery today that we know of, that we know of as far as like human rights councils and stuff like that. As far as we know, you've got 40 million people in slavery. Do you hear him saying word one about any of that? They're back there trying to rehash old wounds because they know that that's what a country's dealt with in the past. And that's their tactic. They'll go back after an old thing, a checkered past, and they'll start digging at it again, knowing that they can exploit certain people out of it. But anyway, all right. Too, too, too heavy. But anyway. No, yeah. All right. So I guess yeah. victimhood. Uh, it's you, victim. you have yeah, to find how you're evicted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So let me get this straight. So now we're going to have to ban all the Duke movies, all, all the John Wayne movies, all the paraphernalia, all the, the, the stuff. Everything's got to go now. Um, honestly, if they're going to if they're going to start going down this road. Yeah, probably. They're probably going to go down that road and, and start saying because, I mean, they did it to what was it? Gone with the wind. You know, they did it for that one because it was so racist and they depict slavery in there and they totally overlooked the fact that uh, the, the, one of the winners of an Oscar for that movie was a black woman who came from slavery. I mean, uh, it, hello, that was an important time in our history and you, you're trying to erase it. Yes. Same with the Duke. You, you have and, and you have the family of Aunt Jemima coming yeah. out, telling the company, hey, that's part of our family history. We appreciate the fact that she's on there. She She's a hero. Don't do that. Don't take that down. Mm-hmm. These people are insane. They're they're insane. They you know like that like that woman we played yesterday at the Palm Beach City Council meeting, right? The, when, when we played that woman, she was right about one thing. You can call her what you want about you know devil and all that stuff. You you can say whatever you want, mm-hmm. but she did say one thing that was extremely relevant. Are you people insane? Are you that insane? You belong in an institution. These people belong in an institution. That's where they are. They have lost their minds. They've disconnected themselves from all reality. It's, it's just not there. They're, they're conjuring up this stuff. Again, too heavy. I'm not, not getting into it. All right. Let's jump over to social media. Facebook. We're mm-hmm. going to talk about mm-hmm. social media companies later on this afternoon. The corporations have taken a big step here. And quite frankly, it's I can't say I'm surprised. I, I can't say I'm surprised. So they either know what they're doing and they are jumping on board with it or they have no idea what they're doing. It's I'm not sure which one it is at this point. But either way, uh, it's a it's a very dangerous path that they're going down. So what's the deal with Facebook? We're going to focus on Facebook right now. So what's the deal with Facebook? So there's a lot of advertisers that are going after them, right? And we'll we'll mm-hmm. go into detail more about that. And they're basically cutting funding for, for a, a time. Uh, but because of this pressure and because of uh, their stocks falling. They've said they will now start labeling political speech that violates its rules and take other measures to prevent voter suppression and protect minorities from abuse. And I don't know why you specifically target minorities from abuse when you, if you're going to go after abuse, you should target all abuse, period, mm-hmm. not just among minorities. So, okay. Uh, wh- like there's a massive campaign on to, to leave these platforms anyway. So if they're going after that, then what, what's to stop them from I mean, if you go out and you start doing this, if you start banning people like this just based on on this type of speech, if you if you start targeting people like this, what are you going to be left with? I mean, nothing really. It, it's going to eventually continue progressing and you'll find something somewhere that somebody said if that's offensive. And it's just it's ridiculous. It, it's absolutely ridiculous. It, I mean, it's how long has Twitter and Facebook been around now? I want to say Facebook has been around since 
2004. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. I was going to say 2002, 2003, but Twitter, okay, so I'm not sure. 2004 for Facebook. Twitter is 2006. So they've been around for, well, we'll just say 14 years, just for the ease of the argument. Mm-hmm. So 14 years ago, this is, the, and this is accurate under current, the current way things are changing. 14 years ago, you could make jokes and talk about things that you can no longer talk about because of political correctness. So if you made a joke, an off joke that was not so wrong 14 years ago, you could be canceled because of that. You could be fired from your job or you could be just banned from Twitter or Facebook now. I would argue it's less than that. You could do it from five years ago. This is true. I mean, they've they've gone back even as little as a year ago. There was a company that I'm that posted an advertisement of look what they did to Kevin Hart. Uh, they found something yeah. from eight years ago. They found a tweet from eight years yeah. ago. One tweet. The guy said something eight years ago and they're trying to destroy yeah. him for that. It's like, what? Well, hold on a minute. Yeah. So, something he said eight years ago. He probably doesn't even remember that he said it. Yeah. There was a, uh, a news company that advertised, you know, did an advertisement of uh, they were going to interview Gavin uh, McGinnis and they ran a video that was like a year old or something like that. And they ran a clip of it for an ad and they had their, their Twitter account suspended. And I believe Gavin's uh, YouTube account is closed permanently, permanent ban. So let's, uh, let's this talk is about the kind of thing they're doing. Yeah. Let's talk about McGinnis. Uh, he's one of he's, he's mixed in with the proud boys, uh, which is of course, you know, that's, that's what the left calls a domestic terrorist organization, but see Antifa's that's, that's okay. That's okay. That's mm-hmm. those right, those are just right. peaceful protesters, according to um, according to the UN. That that's fine, mm-hmm. as well as BLM. But, yeah, BLM. They, those are peaceful people. Those groups are fine. But the Proud Boys, yeah, that's a that's a domestic terrorist organization. We need to take that seriously. So, mm-hmm. what's the deal with right, him? Right. He, you're saying he's he's been banned off of something for something he did somewhere else. So he was kicked off of YouTube, right, and perma banned. And the to to, to put this into perspective, right. He has 350,000 subscribers, um, 155 videos, 30 million views, and he's been on there for about 15 years. What he said, the official message that he received from YouTube was his account was being suspended for uh, content glorifying or inciting violence against another person or people. See, the previous one was copyright infringement uh, claims. So the fact is, is that the precedent's being set, right? They're going after certain people for what's being said elsewhere. So this is, again, we're, we're taking steps towards social credit, right? The, I mean, we're, we're going headlong into that. It's not specifically showing exactly what... This is the problem with this. YouTube doesn't fully show, especially when they're targeting conservative groups or right, right-wing groups, they don't show the actual offending content. They just say, well, you violated copyright or you mm-hmm. violated uh, our, our speech policies or whatever, which, mm-hmm. as we said, BLM and uh, Antifa are saying worse things than what oh, sure. uh, these groups are saying. Not and they're that, fine. They're it's OK. They're organizing. Yes, exactly. But if you say a fraction of that as a conservative, they will ban you just because you're conservative. And there was a Veritas video that's come out recently to where they infiltrated the organization that Facebook uses to moderate. I forget what the company's called offhand, but they infiltrated that and found that many of the moderators are saying, look, if you're a conservative, if you're a Trump supporter, we're, we're going to 
we're going to delete your post, we're going to ban you, we're going to suspend you, whatever, just because you're a Trump supporter. And to to go with that, right, the, the Trump supporter bit, I don't know how you're supposed to pronounce the guy's name because it, it, it's silly, but Carpe Donctum, uh, I believe is the, how yes. you say it. But he's a meme creator, I believe, the, like a political right. cartoon guy. Right. He, he makes a bunch of memes and whatnot and posts them on Twitter and so forth. And mm-hmm. Donald Trump usually retweets them and all that kind of stuff. It's something that um, he enjoys. He's been banned from Twitter now because of, quote unquote, copyright infringement, which if you've ever watched any of his memes uh, that, you know, the videos, it's parody accounts, it's satire or, you know, it's covered under the, the uh, fair use ag- agreements and everything. Right. It's comedy. And everything else is covered under that as far as if you're making jokes on on the left about the right doing the same thing he was doing, you're fine. But if you're on the right doing that, then it's not OK. It, it, it's bad. It, it's, you know, blah, 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 whatever. Right. He's been banned now for he's he's had a lot of uh, DMCA, whatever violations, you know, uh, takedown orders or what, what have you, because he's used videos from like news agencies with the identifiers on there, by the way, with the proper credits, but in a satirical way or, or mm-hmm. you know, comedy way. But he's been banned for it. And uh, yeah. yeah, I was I was reading something similar. Uh, there's a um, there's a UK journalist who now works for the Voice of America, uh, Raheem Kassam. He was just knocked off of Twitter. Yes. Yeah, he was he was knocked off. See here. This was Tuesday. He was locked out of his account. I don't know if it's a suspension or if it's a permaban. I'm not really sure. But they, they were basically saying, Twitter says, the suspension was a result of sharing media depicting the moment of death of an individual, citing a video he posted of a Libyan man stabbing three people in Reading, England, last week after a Black Lives Matter rally. Yeah, so, I that's the thing that Katie Hopkins was talking uh-huh, about the other day uh-huh, uh-huh. so interesting that it had to be tied to black lives matter and you were banning them interesting but anyway kassam said he likened the video footage to george floyd's death uh when you watch it it's on balance or on par with the, with the same right right well look you know people are going to have to make a decision about what they want to do do you want to stay a part of these platforms or do you want to go somewhere else where you're going to be more welcome if you want to stay on social media? I said many months ago, people are going to have to make a decision. You're going to have to make a choice. You either stick with what you're doing and then you go into that particular way that they're going to try and make you conform or you walk away from it. People are going to have to make a choice. You know, I hate I hate to say that. I hate we've actually come to that point. But what's it going to be? You're going to stay there in those echo chambers and be bombarded with all this garbage. You're going to continue to entertain the uh, the brainwashing that they're dumping at you through the mainstream media and all these uh, these other outlets, these corporations that are forcing the hand of, uh, of social media companies to capitulate. You know, I find that kind of funny, don't you? They're making the, the social media companies look like the victims as people are starting to walk yeah. away from them. You notice that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, people are leaving just as you have other platforms like Telegram, like Parler, that are st- like Gab, that are out there, that are starting to come up. Although Gab is, that one's been uh, hit on pretty hard. And I've not been over there. I, I really don't have any idea. I do know a couple of people that are on it, and they tell me that it's it's pretty one-sided over there. But I, I don't know. You know, like I said, we're on Parler. 
you know, Marty and I are on Parlor, and I don't seem to mind it all that much. Uh, I really, I don't like social media. I'm on there for the podcast. You know, I'm on there to talk to listeners and things like that and comment on things here and there, but that's really about it. You know, I'll drop a comment on something if I see somebody post an article or something like that, but that's really about it. That, that's all I'll do. I'll drop my two cents in on something. But anyway, we're going to have to jump out of here this morning. Thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. For all these topics and more, please check us out later on this afternoon, and I hope everyone has a great morning.